This is a global original podcast. Welcome to Don't Tell Your Mum. It's a podcast for dads about being a father and the pitfalls of parenting. And I'm JK. Hi, this is my friend Al. Hi. And together, <laughs> and together, we're like a boy band. Hi. <laughs> we're both wearing white cheap suits. T- together, we are dads are us. <laughs> I don't. I tell you, I can't sing for toffee. Together, we're going to be shedding light on some important issues, as well as laughing along with the less serious ones. There's a lot of less serious ones. Did I, I said that last time? Actually, didn't I? That's all right. It's allowed. In this episode, we are going to be talking about disciplining Ow, the sit child. Down. <laughs> Sorry, JK. <laughs> actually, it's more like no, no. <laughs> We are going to be talking about disciplining your child. Stop swinging on your chair. No, Dad. That's the, I mean, that's the extent of my kind of discipline at home. Thank goodness he's got a strict mum. We will be talking about discipline. Uh, also, your thoughts on it. And if you want to support or um, you want to chat about parenting issues, you can always go to thedadsnet.com, an online community for dads. All you have to do is go to dadsnet.com. But first, how's your week been? My week um, has been interesting. I've, I've got a little tip for you. Ooh. Uh, if you are a parent and you are always constantly doing stuff, whether it's changing nappies, whether it's holding your child, whether There's no it's if about that. making dinner, making snacks, making food, um, I've worked out you need to invest in a smartwatch. No, you do. Shall I tell you why? Yeah, I'm intrigued. <laughs> because the the this this watch here, which happens to to link very well with an iPhone, have you have you ever used the actual phone on your watch so you don't have to put the actual iPhone to your ear? No. So you can you can talk back to people on this watch. So you don't need to answer your phone. Yeah. So you talk to people on your wrist. Man, the quality is amazing, and you can do loads of stuff. <laughs> so you can just go about your everyday. I was speaking to Charlie the other day, and and she was changing a nappy whilst talking to me on her watch. Do it, trust me. Well, Multitasking just, to its yeah, bed. But you're just talking about like putting someone on speaker or <laughs> hands free. No, this, you're a dad. You're supposed to love tech as much as I love tech. <laughs> yeah, but it's not revolutionary, I'm is giving it? you an excuse to go and buy one and now you're you're talking yourself out of it. You're like your wife. <laughs> this is, I mean, that's not a tip. Or, or I'll tell you what you could do, just not answer the phone. I mean, that's a good tip. I mean, okay. Like, well, oh, no, don't take it back. You think it's rubbish. We'll just up. leave it open to the listeners. Just humour me. What about your week? Not that I'm bothered. <laughs> so are you sulking now? No, not at all. Um, my week, yeah, my week's been okay. Um, I was away, actually. And um, Ted's got this new craze. Like, I don't, know, I don't know where it's come from particularly, but he's got a new craze of rocks. Rocks? Yeah, like stones. So just remind us again, how old is your son, Ted? He's four years old. Four. And he goes through phases of obsessions. And at the moment, it's like rocks. But not like just not like pebbles that you just find on the beach. Like precious rocks and stones. This is a funny story. He went to went to a fossil shop and had like these precious stones, amethysts and all this kind of stuff. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested in that kind of stuff in the slightest. Other uh, than come on, Ted. We're going to go and look at some precious rocks today. <laughs> I brought my glasses. That definitely didn't happen. All right? Just making that clear. This one's lovely. So he went into this 
into the shop and he was like really excited. There was a guy like that who was owning this shop and he was kind of talking to Ted a little bit over his head because Ted doesn't know what an amethyst is. A what? Amethyst. It's like a type of rock. But anyway, he was talking to him all about this. Pretty certain that's a cocktail at the uh, the club over <laughs> it the road. Probably is that as well. But he, um, so Ted was choosing all these different rocks, like 50p rocks, a pound rocks, you know, just spending a bit of pocket money. And then he saw in the cupboard a, a fossilised megalodon tooth, right? And a megalodon is like the biggest shark that's ever swam in the ocean. And Ted knows this from a video he watched on YouTube and he's completely obsessed with them. He saw this tooth and he was like, oh my God, that's what I want. That's the only thing I want. I don't want these stones. That's all I want. We looked at it. It was 350 pounds. Of course it is. It's a fossil. Well, yeah, but it's not. Anyway, that's all he wanted. Well, more to the point, what, why why is he spending his pocket money on <laughs> rocks? <laughs> I'd rather him spend it on that than sweets. No, he could be he could be going and buy Paw Patrol toys or <sighs> he could be getting Nerf guns. Not well, he's kind of interested in knuckles, but yeah, he's not interested. He wants stones. Well, I suppose at least actually it's educational. That's what the boring dads will say. Well, yes, exactly. Talking um, of um, boring dads, Nerf guns. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, the other day uh, I decided that um, Noah wants to play with. I decided for him that he wants one. I managed to get one of these ones, so it's it's like a reloading one, but it comes with t- with a target now. You know, like Tin Can Alley where it falls down. Oh yeah, yeah, one of those. And like you get separate points, man. That's I saw this on your Instagram channel. Yeah, get one. No one else was in the house, were they? Oh, very. And you incredible. were just there. Yeah, shooting targets. Well, they'd all gone to bed. I was there by myself, <laughs> drunk, shooting the Nerf gun. You at definitely the bought it for yourself. It's fantastic. You? Um, another thing, quickly, whilst before we get into stuff, I've stupidly downloaded a sleep app to my phone because you know we talked about co-sleeping before. Yeah, I wanted to see how much sleep I was actually getting or not getting. Well. So I would, uh, the first thing I would recommend is you probably don't do this if you don't want to depress yourself. So are you ready for this? I'm ready. You get notifications with this sleep app as well. So it told me that um, I sl- last night I slept for five hours and four minutes. This also gives you a sleep debt. So it tells you how much you're in sleep debt. So wait there a second. I'm just going into the app to tell you. It's um, a good app. It's a really good app. And it does it via your watch, which you should get. Oh, back to the watch. Ready? So, it said I was asleep for five hours and four minutes, right? Um, it tells me I fell asleep in three minutes. <laughs> it's true. I love that. <laughs> and it tells, me that, it tells me my awake and disrupted sleep was 41 minutes. Remember, I've usually got two kids in bed with me and my wife. My light sleep was two hours and 32 minutes. I was restful for one hour and 58 minutes. How much actual deep sleep did I get out of those five hour and four minutes? You can probably work it out. 33 minutes. <laughs> well, that's the quality sleep, right? That's what happens when you're a dad wow. and you're a parent. What's the app called, Jay? Auto sleep. You have to pay two ninety nine for it. Yeah, it's a little misleading as well. Because you think sleep. you would automatically sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's telling you how much sleep you're not getting. You're not getting any. You're, in, yeah. you're a 36% you sleep debt. Manual sleep. <laughs> but remember, Al, if you want to have this, the best way it works is via a smartwatch. Just so you know, I'm okay. giving you the go-ahead to ask your missus to get one. <laughs> I know we're rewinding here. Sorry about this. Um, did you buy the fossil tooth? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, of course we didn't. Like, no way. Like, he went in with a fiver. I'll tell you what we left with. We left with a screaming, upset child. That's what we left with. How much was it again? 350 quid. Oh, call yourself a good parent. Right, well, talking of screaming, upset children, Mm. 
Let's go into the confessional and hear from a screaming upset dad. So, welcome. You join us back in the confessional to hear the embarrassing, the shameful and the unforgivable stories of parenting at its very worst. This week, another dad pours his heart out in the hope of forgiveness, but only we can decide if this dad gets the JKNL pass. Uh, this week, our confessional email is from Dad of Two, Jay. Are we allowed to say his name? Is he, did he want to remain anonymous? Because well, you know how useless we are. We forget about this. I'm just wondering whether it's you. No, it's not me. You're a dad of two. I haven't heard Jay. the story yet, so let's wait and see. <laughs> I am a dad of two. Are you sure? Are you sure? This did I do this in a real tired state of mind? <laughs> have I actually... Have I, have I written in to my own show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could have just used a different name, Jay. Yeah. You know, I've got a friend of a friend called I asked Jay. to remain anonymous. Oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I've really messed this up. Right, let's go on with the, the letter. Right, here we go. Dear Alan JK, I hope you can find forgiveness for this confession. At first, I was comfortable with not sharing this, but as time has gone on, I feel I can no longer keep this to myself. Just playing away. Just in case this somehow... Hang on a second, you can't say that yet. What? (laughs) Did you say he's playing away? No, I didn't say he's playing away. You just said, he's playing away. You've only got two lines into the the blooming email and you're telling me me he's having an affair. Did I say that? Yeah. Did he say that? Did I say that? Why did I say that? We're going to have to re-listen to No, that. no, no, go, go. So just in case this somehow got back to my wife, I mean, she's probably listening, because who doesn't? Uh, I've changed all the names of involved, so you're Are you right. sure he's playing away? It's not, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you are playing away, definitely change he's your name. He's not playing away! <laughs> I'm one of those dads who has struggled to let go of my social life whilst uh, whilst parenting. I'm always trying to shoehorn in a pint here or a night out there and my ever-patient wife Sandy is usually picking up my slack. All I can think of is that um, Sandy from Greece, like in that sexy black catsuit. What is wrong with you today? No, I'm just saying. He's saying that Jay's playing away and now you're hitting on his his wife Sandy because you think she's wearing leather trousers. Yeah. Are you getting it at the moment or not? (laughs) Not. (laughs) I know I'm lucky to have this much freedom. And when she feels I'm taking that for granted, Sandy always lets me know. I mean, you are lucky. She's the one that he wants. (laughs) (laughs) One night following an impromptu after work beer or Or two. two. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) I came home to my wife, my three-year-old son, Andrew, and five-year-old daughter, Celeste. It's about 8pm, so very much bedtime for both of the kids. Sandy is immediately upset with me. I forgot to phone ahead, I've missed dinner, and now the kids need to be put to bed. So in an attempt to show her how sorry I am, I assume the role of washing the kids and getting them ready for bed. I mean, that makes sense, right? Trying to make up for it. What I am washing the kids, is that not a full-on bath? Because that's a cop-out, isn't it? Yeah. It is, isn't it? Because, you know, Charlie would say to me, right, it's bath night tonight, but I just, I just get a wipe and give them a squatty wash. <laughs> no, it's bath night. <laughs> Why not? We have a bath every night. Do you? Interesting fact, I have bathed with Ted every single night that I've been in the country since he was born. Just dirty bath water, mm. that. That might not strictly... <laughs> that might stri- not strictly be true, but it's near enough. I will say at this point in the story that I am not drunk. I've only had a couple of pints. I'm a little merry, but no more than that. Nice warm feeling, I know. 
I run a bath for them both and we go through the usual routine of rubber ducks and splashes, toys and them being difficult about having their hair washed. Head is a nightmare having his hair washed. Do you um, do you pour water on their eyes or over their eyes on purpose just to get them used to it? Just asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, n- no. No I'm, swimming teacher told me to do that. Yeah. I do if he's kicking off us. If he's if he's fighting having his hair washed, I'll just I'll just pour it over there. My son has a favourite teddy bear called Mr. Shaggy Doodle. Applaud <laughs> <laughs> you on that name. Amazing. It's his comfort blanket. I mean, White Bear is like no comparison to Mr. Shaggy Doodle. Just to uh, clarify, White Bear is your son's oh, yeah. comfort blanket, not yours. Yeah, I mean, if you'd listened to our previous episode, you'd know. Just that. checking, yep. So, anyway, so his son has a favourite teddy bear called Mr. Shaggy Doodle, Just who also needs his own TV show. Yeah. Uh, it's his comfort blanket. He won't let go of it, and it's always a struggle to convince him that Teddy can't go in the bath as well. As a compromise, Mr. Shaggy Doodle sits on the bathroom shelf and watches as the kids have a bath. Could be seen a little creepy, out of context. I don't know if I should go down that route. Keep going. (laughs) Finally, bath time is over. The kids are washed, teeth done and ready for bed. Success, well done. My son is already protesting that he wants Mr Shaggy Doodle and I say that as soon as he gets in bed, I'll get his teddy. As we leave the bathroom to go to the bedroom, I hear a splosh. Uh Uh-oh. It's just one of the toys falling from the shelf back into the bathwater, except I turn quickly to check and see that Mr. Shaggy Doodle has slipped off the shelf above the toilet and into the bowl. <gasps> I thought he went into the bath. Oh, amazing. He went into the toilet. Knowing the upset this is going to create, I don't say anything and pretend nothing has happened. The kids get into bed, my son demanding Mr. Shaggy Doodle. I dutifully go to retrieve it from the bathroom and find Sandy looking at it in the pan. She has this smug look on her face like, of course you managed to put his favourite teddy down the toilet, you idiot. Mr Shaggy Poodle. <laughs> and the- <laughs> That was nice. That was nice. <laughs> Sorry. Top dad joke. Thanks. I am a dad, it's alive. <laughs> and although she was completely correct, before I even had a moment to think about it, I'm already saying... Andrew was being naughty and trying to get his teddy the whole time we were washing and then he knocked it off into the toilet. I said that he couldn't have it back as it wasn't clean anymore. Sandy's face changed. She bought my lie and thought I was doing the best thing with a naughty child. Then she went through to the bedroom and told off Andrew for not doing what Daddy asked. She also said she'd do her best to clean Mr Shaggy Doodle but she wasn't sure if she could. Of course, Andrew hit the roof. We got no sleep that night. In the morning, Mr. Shaggy Doodle was washed, and I'm happy to say that after a day in the airing cupboard, he was reunited with my son. But the truth of what happened that night has begun to fester. What lesson have I taught my son, and will he trust me in the future? I never intended to lie or sell out my son. I just couldn't bear my wife's smug face. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can forgive me. Sincerely, Jay. Jay, from one Jay to another Jay, um, I totally forgive you. Yeah. Massively, because this happens on a regular occurrence with me and uh, and my wife, Charlie, which is that the amount of times that she's told me to brush their teeth, and I haven't, and then she'll ask Noah if I've brushed his teeth, and he will say, no, mummy, daddy hasn't brushed my teeth, at which point I go, Noah, what have I told you about fibbing? 
and 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 I I haven't brushed their teeth. Wow. And then yeah, so uh, it happens. Just just a little fib, just a little yeah. tiny one. I t- I totally forgive, yeah. but I am working on this, and I am trying to be a bit more truthful with my children and my, and my wife. Yeah, you see, I don't have an issue with. Uh, I mean, I, I forgive him because you're obviously, you know, I know what a wife's smug face looks like. Do you? Yes. Careful, <laughs> because she's smug quite a lot. I'm not interjecting at this point. I have point. been warned. But I can understand why you would want to paint yourself in better light than you would otherwise. So I get that. I bet the problem is that Andrew is completely confused. Oh, you're looking at it from the child's yeah. point of view. Oh, that's what I should be doing, really. But I'm not. I'm just doing it from a dad's selfish yeah. point of view. Yeah, I mean, I forgive from a dad point of view, but actually questionable from the kid's point of view. What could have been worse? I think it could have been a lot worse. Have you ever tried to, um, well, wash then tumble dry your kid's favourite toy? Yeah. Because that can end badly. Yeah. Uh, to the point now where I'm not allowed to tumble dry said toys anymore. They have to be on the radiator because some are maybe don't look like they used to look. Oh, really? Heads where the bottom is and <laughs> arms have got no filling anymore. Oh, wow. And yeah, so just just be very careful. Yeah, you see, for us, it's not the tumble drying issue, it's the washing issue because it removes the smell that he likes of, of his soft toy. Oh, yeah. Because so then he gets it back and he's like, this doesn't smell. Well, then you just go, stop being an annoying brat and just, you've got the bloody blanket and go, go away. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what I say. You, you mean pretty much word for word, you've just quoted me. So is this, this is universal then. Jay is totally forgiven by us. He is, absolutely. Andrew, just remember, <laughs> if, if little Andrew is listening to this, remember the motto of this podcast. S- stick with your dad, bro code, don't tell your mum. And if you're a mum listening to this podcast now, uh, we understand that you cannot believe that we have said he's forgiven. We get that. We understand that. That's just the way it works. Yeah. But also, there is a whole host of things that no one has told you because they have not told your mum. Oh, yeah. So, yep, Jay, just to confirm, you are forgiven. And if you've got a secret, remember, a problem shared is a problem halved. You can send us your confessions on the dad's net an online community of dads, all you have to do is go to the website, which is dadsnet.com slash confessions. And once again, you can remain anonymous. We understand that we have a dad code going on here. It's fine. Yet another confessional has given its decision on this week's bad dad. Put your creepy voice on again. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. Um, Let me try again. <laughs> it's like you're in church. Yeah, it is. Maybe it is from back in the day. So the confessional has given its... <laughs> is that better? How's yeah, that? It's <laughs> the confessional has given its decision on this week's bad dad. Next, next up. up. <laughs> uh, next up. We're going to be talking about discipline. <sighs> this could go Everywhere and anywhere. I know. Probably nowhere good. (laughs) Probably not, but we'll find (laughs) out. It is time to let off... A lot of steam. Steam! I know, this is an important part of the show where we get to take the weight off our shoulders... Stretch! bitch about our kids. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes not just kids. Come join us. Let's do this. So it's fair to say that sometimes our children can really annoy us. Mm. And as a parent, are you supposed to rise above it? You know, they're young, they're learning, blah, blah, blah. No, no, because sometimes things are really frustrating. We're only human. 
And oh. it takes so much irritation. So it's an open forum to bitch about your kids. Um, and if you don't like it, then I don't care because we're going to start doing it anyway. Because sometimes it is good to let off steam. It's not only good, it's vital. It's important. To survival. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what, though. I want to just start talking about someone else's kid, not anyone in particular. Oh, careful here. I don't know. This is not someone else in particular. This is just other people's kids, right? Because it's interesting. Like, Ted obviously has his own bodily fluids, you know, like snot. Oh, yeah, we get spit, the idea. You don't need to carry it. Yeah, poop, yeah, yeah. All yeah. of that. The other day, he was, um, he, he had dirty, he had dirt under his fingernails, right? And so I cleaned the dirt out of his fingernails with my teeth. Yeah, okay? yeah. I do that. Pro- yeah. I mean, it doesn't quite, bother me at it's all. It's therapeutic. It doesn't bother you at all, right? I'm a farmer's boy. Right. But would you do it with someone else's kid? No. No. But why not? Because the dirt's the same, right? Or, or look at snot. Like, if, you, if you're wiping your kid's nose, like, if Ted sneezes and snot comes like, out of his nose, I'll just, like, wipe it away with my hand. Yeah, but my willy made him. So, <laughs> in my mind, in my mind, he has, there are inners in there which are part of me. Yeah. And, you know, we are, we are one. Yeah, I know. Half of him is me. Yeah, so but, I don't mind wiping his snot or cleaning. I know, but you know. it's a weird thing, right? So when another when another like your mate's kid comes up to you and they've got snot dripping no, out their nose, no, because my Willie didn't make that kid. <laughs> it's not my kid. Stop saying that. No, but that's my point. <laughs> I wouldn't. I know, but snot is snot. But but then Ted, you know, your child, or my my son Noah. He's probably got the snot of the disease that I've given him. You know what I mean? The cold that I've given him or something like that. We've probably caught the cold together. Yeah. So I don't mind. It's different. No, you don't wipe no, someone else. No, of course else's. you don't. That's what I'm saying. But it is do a you, bit do strange. You suck, do you do that thing with your mouth where you suck it out? Snot out his nose. Have you ever done that? <laughs> what? Oh, no. You can get the little snot snuck. The snot yeah, snuck yeah, yeah, I know you can get the thing. No, you can get the sucking ones. What? Yeah. Did you not know that? Let me do it to you with a hoover, see if it hurts. All right. We'll get one. Because the only way you know if it hurts is if you do it on yourself first and then you can safely do it on your child. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, if your kid has is covered in snot or anything, don't come near me. Why? Because I don't want to deal with it. I'll deal with my own son's snot, but oh, yeah. not yours. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fine. That's fair to say, isn't it? Do you find, though, that your wife also thinks it's disgusting when you start picking out the dirt from under their... Their yeah. fingernails. Yeah. Are you allowed to bite your kids' fingernails for them? Mm. Is it frowned upon? We did it when the, when Ted was young because actually it's easier than using scissors. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I always do that. And yeah. again, no, no, we're going to use we're going to use clippers. What about his toenails? Yeah, I don't mind. I'll, I'll get my yeah. Get yeah, gnashes around that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love a good biting of a nail. It's pretty grim. This it is quite grim. Um, <laughs> but then that's why this is a you know it's a, it's a safe space to 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 talk about stuff like this. What about the dads net? What are they saying about uh, this this lovely little section where we like to um, give feedback on our children? Yes, yeah, good. There's loads of feedback. I mean, this that's the thing. You, you kind of offer people the chance to offload and watch them and you're, go. You are inundated with responses. Responses. Yeah, thanks. It's thanks. all right. You're tired. You're say, a dad. I was going to say inundated <laughs> with dickish behaviour. Oh, that's 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 better. <laughs> I like that, that. That's good. <laughs> so this, so so Dan, this is this is classic. He says that um, his kid wouldn't eat his tea as the chicken that he asked for tasted too chickeny. Oh, every time. <laughs> I mean, it's just so. What did you expect? Isn't it? Yeah. What would you do? Would you then cook him something different, or would you be like, no, that's it, just eat it? Or oh no, no. What you do is, so if if his chicken's not right, then you walk out of. Let's say, well, we've got a separate dining room, so you walk out the dining room, back into the kitchen, you just, I don't know, do something with it or just don't do something with it. Walk back in and go, I've changed the chickeny taste. That should be better now. <laughs> then you'll eat it and go, yeah, it's fine. 100%. That's what they do in restaurants. As well. Oh, without doubt. They'll just warm it up a bit more. <laughs> yeah. Just move it around the plate. It's a new one. It's completely yeah. different. Sure, this is vegan, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> he says it tastes too chickeny. Are you sure? <laughs> 
Okay. No, that's no, yeah. I get that. That is frustrating. Yeah. Anything to do with food and kids is frustrating. Well, it is. Uh, yeah. And they ask, "What do you want for dinner? Beans on toast, right? Beans on toast. There it is. No, I wanted eggs." So also, Ben says that um, one of the most irritating things that kids do is that they insist that they don't need the toilet until you're ten minutes into whatever it is you're doing. Who's that again? Ben. 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 Oh, you are so right. And it's, it, do you know what it is? What frustrates me? It's when you're about to go on a long journey. We went to Norfolk the other day from London. So it's about a three hour journey. Straight away, before we left in the car, Noah, do you need a wee? No, I don't need a wee, daddy. We get on to what was the longest stretch of motorway. I think it was the M11 or whatever it was. Soon as we get onto a stretch of motorway, where yeah. we're not turning off for 50 miles. Yeah. There it is. Daddy, I'm, I'm going to wee my pants. I'll just wee them. Yeah, so yeah. That's if we went for the car seat, no, not in the car seat because that is the worst <laughs> thing to clean. The cat weed on our, one of our car seats the other day. Oh, yeah. That's actually, that's was nightmare. that in the house? I oh, know I could have killed the cat. No, it was out. We left it on the porch. It was our own fault. All right, yeah, fair enough. But oh, the smell of cat yeah. pee as well. Oh. oh, what a nightmare! Right, so here's another one from Dave. Why is Dave always funny? All right, Dave. Yeah, everyone's got a builder mate named Dave. I know. That's why the TV channels. Is that Dave, Dave the Builder? <laughs> probably, probably is. Uh, it says this. It says um, the kid that he was looking after once peed in his overnight bag. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and there's another one about we peeing in the fake tree pot in the living room because he left it too late to get upstairs and he wanted to do a wild wee <laughs> <laughs> on a fake tree. He wasn't to know. Well, obviously, it's a very good fake tree. Can you tell me where you get that from? Because we're finding it really difficult to find one that really looks realistic yeah. at the moment. Well, don't I won't get a, real, a fake one because that's gonna be. Oh, is that probably going to be easier to clear up, actually? A wipe, a wipe clean tree. You know, what's wrong with kids? Why can't they just... I need the way I go to the toilet. You know, once the toilet trained, obviously. Oh, you, but... Yeah. <laughs> Ted does this thing, right, where he says I need a wee. I'm like, okay, cool, go upstairs. Like, he's, he's never has an accident, really. He's, pretty, he's really good. Never really has, to be honest. But sometimes he'll, he'll go to the kitchen cupboards, he'll pull out a cup, and then I'll just hear this trickling noise, and he's, and he's weeing in a cup. What? Yeah. Who's taught him that? I don't know. Have you, have you peed in a pint glass in front of him? <laughs> On a Saturday night after match of the <laughs> no. day? You have, haven't you? you know, oh, here's a confession for you. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Let me just sit back a second. Hang on. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. It's, a, it's actually a really lovely warming story. So Jen, uh, she doesn't sleep very well. Consequently, I do the morning shift. So I get up with Ted whenever he wakes up. And sometimes she's asleep, so we'll kind of try and sneak downstairs. We'll turn the telly on really quietly. We've only got an upstairs toilet. So if I then need a wee, which I always do in the mornings, we've got a really creaky stairs. So in order to go to the toilet, you have to creak your way up the yep. noisy stairs, which I don't want to do because it will disturb Jen. And then the dog will start barking. I know or, where this is going. So I just I just pin pine glass most mornings now. I thought you were going to say in the sink in the kitchen. So that is well, then I, it, no, no. Then I pour it into the sink in the no, kitchen. No, no. That's, that's this is the honest no. truth. No, I, I can't. Where am I going to ask? We're going to pour it outside. Well, what oh, yeah. what, what <laughs> point did you not think about opening the back door <laughs> and putting it in the garden? Yeah, I could do that. And not where you're about to wash your son's yeah. just, cereal I'll bowl. It, I'll rinse it down. Oh my. Yeah. You disgust me. Yeah. So on reflection, that's where he gets it from. Uh, thank you very much for all of those. If you want to get involved, if you want to rant, uh, if you want to vent about your kids, uh, dadsnet.com, go there and you can see how to do it. So next up, and probably a good time to talk about this as well, uh, discipline is what we're going to chat about. Yeah, it's a tough one. Very, very important, obviously. Mm. You know, there's two schools of thoughts and there's a whole spectrum in between, right? You're either like a yes parent. I saw that there was a documentary about a family who just have no rules. 
Like nothing. Kids can oh, do yeah. what they want when they want. Shave their heads, doesn't matter. They can just do whatever they want whenever they yes, want, parenting. as long as it's not going to physically harm them. Yep. And then you've obviously got the other end of the spectrum, which is completely no parent. You're not allowed to do anything, say anything. You know, yep. children should be seen and not heard. And Wasn't this something um, to do with Wales not so long ago? Yeah. Legally speaking, in England, it's okay to smack your child if it's deemed as reasonable punishment. Right, okay. But Wales have, they're starting to change that. So there's like no reason for smacking your kid, basically. Um, And other countries are kind of following suit, but not England at at the moment. So yeah, that's that's kind of like the legal standpoint. But obviously parents, the, the debate is like parents don't want to have the government tell them how to parent. Yeah. And and some for some parents, you know, they want to uh, reasonably punish their child through smacking. And then there are going to be other parents that just haven't got a clue what they're yeah. doing and are doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah exactly. I, I, I get that. Exactly. There, there has to be a certain amount of intelligence when yeah. it comes to this sort of subject. Yeah, yeah I get it. Uh, but some people say it's lazy. Some people say there should be absolutely never an occasion where you would need to smack your child. Okay, so if we quickly, not that we say that it's fine, we look back to our childhoods. I can remember being in the headmaster's office. I can remember having a metre rule across the back of my hand. Um, And I can also remember, yeah, yeah. How old are you? So I am uh, 96. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 44 years old. And that was happening back then when I was, you know, in primary school. So um, I do remember that. Did I ever go into the headmaster's office again after that? His name was Cecil. If I remember, <laughs> no, I didn't because I didn't want to have that on the back of my hand. So I suppose you can say in the way that I remember there was a policeman in my hometown called Bill Hedge, who was about six foot six, same amount wide. And if you got told off by him, he would go to your parents and you would brick it. So that, you know, that is an element of, I suppose it's fear, whether it's right or wrong. And there's a bit of fear there, but I was a better behaved child for that. Yeah. Obviously now it's changed completely you know some would say that we're in a snowflake generation oh he's dropped the s-bomb but but that is but it's a word that's been yeah. bounded around on social media yeah. you know online wherever it is and even in parent conversations yeah. you know what about you as, as a child how were you disciplined yeah well i have memories of my parents certainly threatening me with the wooden spoon yep i don't think well they say now because i've asked them about it they say that they never used it but the threat—I remember the threat was very real. Yeah, um, and I probably, you know, smack bottom every now and again. Me and my uh, my dad fell out over one day. I had nicked chocolate from the top of the pantry. I climbed the pantry <laughs> to get to the Good top work. to get these. Uh, they were—I think they were chocolate buttons. So I got there, and my mum was livid because obviously these are my sisters. I'd already had mine. Yeah. So I was outside at the time when she found out I nicked them playing cricket uh, with a mate. And I remember her shouting at me, running out the door with her slipper in her hand. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, she's found out. This isn't going to go well. And I, this is terrible. I uh, thought, oh my God, what do I do? Do I run? Uh, what, my mate was there. What do I do? I, I, I actually picked up <laughs> cricket stump and went, don't hit me or I'll hit you back. <laughs> It was a standoff with a yeah. mum with a slipper and a son was, with a cricket yeah. stump. <laughs> and my mum looked at me, I looked at my mum, and we both paused for a while, and then that was kind of it. I thought, yeah. oh, this is brilliant. That was good. No violence, just a bit of, you know, a mild threat. Stand that was off. good. Yeah, my dad came back, and then uh, that evening came into my bedroom and said, Jason, how many times have I got to tell you? Certain things are wrong. 
you can't threaten your mum with a cricket stump. <laughs> <laughs> but then Good to be to fair, I think I, I was smacked, but nothing, yeah. nothing bad. But yeah, I found this online. It says, once upon a time, parents actually disciplined their kids and they learned to respect others and they grew up to be successful, productive, happy citizens. Today, parents can't or won't discipline their kids. So we have a whole generation of mostly entitled, spoiled, disrespectful brats. No, but that's not that's not true. <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's all about you as the parent. It's what it's how you parent. Absolutely. It's not how you smack your child. No, exactly. And do you know what? I've we've never I've never you know Ted's obviously pushes boundaries you know frequently. Yep. Um, but I've never smacked him. And and I, and I wouldn't. You know, there are so many other things that I would put in place before I would even contemplate or get to a stage where I'm contemplating that. Obviously, Superman, Super Nanny came in and she was like, the naughty step. Yeah. Or time out zone. And actually, someone recently said to me, they're very new parents. They've just adopted. Like, it's crazy. But they're very new parents. And they actually said to me, instead of like a time out where they're on their own, actually, what, what they do is they just get them to come and stand next to them. And so whatever you're doing, whether you, if you're watching TV, they'll just come sit with you. If you're cooking, they'll come and stand next to you. So that they're not doing what they want to do, but they're not on their own. I think that was a really nice That's way nice. Of, yeah, I get that. Yeah. So, you know, there's so many other techniques and ways of disciplining your child can, before can I be, you get to that point. I, I really like that. I really do. But can I just say, I don't think there's just, there's one rule for everything no you know what I mean Th that's nice I like that I, w I, I would actually impl I would use yeah. that but I would use that along other things you know we've mentioned this before that if if they've done something wrong then if they are going to the naughty step or if they are going up to their room or whatever it is you know you will you will pick them up and make sure that they know you're not happy yeah. it's not a pick up and a cuddle it's a pick up and it, uh, yeah. it's more of a stat you know yeah stand and you can be firm yeah and you know like it's about being physical. And one thing that came up actually in the dad's that we had a big discussion about this. It was a really interesting discussion. Um, because obviously you get such, you know, other each the difference of, of opinions. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and that's how you learn, isn't it? When you hear how mm. someone else does it. But anyway, one thing they were saying is like control is crucial with discipline. So as long as you are constantly in control of yeah. yourself and what you do, it kind of not doesn't matter, but it kind of doesn't matter because you've got, you know, you you know what you're doing. So if you're in, if you're if you've lost your rag and you're lashing out because you've lost your rag, that's not okay. No, I've been in a situation where a kid's done something wrong, not that bad, you know. Okay, you know, minor. It's just to stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the parent has gone mental and and completely bollock this kid like right. laid in you know really kind of aggressive and violent holding his hand and storming off like we're going home from the park you know all this kind of stuff yeah and at that point i'm like oh god like do i just tell him to chill out or do i say like oh like it's all right it's not that bad like did you get involved <sighs> can i can i just say oh i'm gonna be in trouble for this but Every time that has happened to me where I've seen a parent that's kicked off massively at something which is very tiny, it's a certain type of person. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. And would I, would I question, would I jump in? I don't think I can. Yeah. Because you've also got to think about your own safety because you're also a parent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I, I always say that, you know, I, I love it when I see a parent discipline their child 
out in public and I go, I really like that. It's like what you said earlier about how you um, you discipline a child by just making sure they stand by you. Whatever yeah. you're doing, they're not doing what they want to do, but they're doing what you're having to do. You see, now that I love. Yeah. I love that. I, I can see why. I can see it's not violent. You know, you're not smacking, you're not doing whatever. I love that. And when I'm out and about and I see that and I can take that home and use it, mm. that's what I love. If you are in control and you need to pick them up and move them to somewhere safe or move them to somewhere else because you know they've got off the naughty step and you need to put them back and you, you need to be physical and firm to do that, that's fine. You're in control of that situation. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to about hold controlling your emotions. Coming back to being kicked in the nuts. Kicked in the nuts. Um, what I, what I, um, I like to do and what we do as... as um, well, as parents, me and my wife, Charlie, it's fair to say that there's always one approach, which is, I don't know, maybe it's Charlie first going, Noah, no, I've told you no. Noah, I've to- right, I'm going to get you dad. So, <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, you're instantly your bad cop. I yeah. get that. But then I suppose sometimes that that's it's backup isn't it yeah the backup that comes along and oh we'll, we'll, that will turn around sometimes i'll go all right no if that's how you're going to be when your mum comes in yeah she's not going to be happy and yeah. she promised you you know those biscuits earlier you're not going to get those biscuits yeah. because you've done wrong so th- there are always different ways yeah. of of doing stuff making sure you're on the same page Abs- well that's the thing isn't it <laughs> we so many times <laughs> Oh what God. did your mum say? It irritates me so much. Ted at the moment, he just he doesn't want to go out anywhere, even though when he's out, he loves it and he has a good time. But actually getting him out is quite a struggle. Yeah. He's like, I just want to stay here, I just want to stay and play. Oh, well, yeah, but we're going to your grandma's or we're going to the park or whatever. So I'll be like, I'm going out, you're coming with me, we're going to the shops and then we're going to grandma's and then we are going to take the dog for a walk. And he's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, that's what we're doing, that's what I've said, that's what's happening. And he's like, no and I'll be like he's like I'm going to stay with mummy and I'm like no you're not mummy's got jobs to do she's busy she's doing this that and the other she needs rest whatever it is he's like no (laughs) so then I'm like yeah that is what's happening and he starts grizzling and starting you know that whole process of kicking off he goes to Jen and he says mummy daddy says I have to go with him to do the jobs and to grandma's or whatever and she's like no you don't (laughs) and at that point I'm like oh my god Jen like babe like Come on! Are been, we doing this together yeah. or what? And like, literally, I've been working on him for like five, ten minutes, like holding my ground, and uh, you know, and, and that's a lot of effort to do that. And he walks over to her and he goes, "No, you don't. Just, <laughs> just stay with me." I'm like, "God, Jen, seriously, help me oh. out." But so yeah, you have to be on the same page. <laughs> I was in the supermarket and I saw uh, a mum. Actually, it was a mum on her phone, and the kid next to her was messing up the shelves and you know being a bit mischievous yep and she was just like on her phone she's like stop it stop it back to her phone stop it stop it you I was can't not do. paying any attention to that and then child. I'm like well of course he's of course he's doing that because he wants your attention and you're just on your phone and I don't know well, she might have been doing something really important which is fair enough I get there are times when that happens but I want to go over and I want to say he's kicking off because you're you're not giving him any attention well do you know what hopefully there are some parents listening to this that might now just that might be in their brain okay just get off Instagram just get off Facebook and just give your child a bit more attention do what I do right go into the bathroom lock yourself in by yourself and do all your Instagram and your Facebook and your emails there just pretend to have a poo exactly (laughs) don't tell your mum just to finish five steps to discipline your kid so if you take nothing else from what we've talked about this is your take home let me guess this is a meme you've seen isn't it yeah. You are king of memes. I love it. Love a meme. 
Right, how to discipline your child in five steps. Step number one, politely ask them to stop. Step number two, yell. Step number three, yell louder. Step number four, repeat yourself 74 times. Step five, give up and drink. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You're all welcome. True parenting life. Yep, the parenting struggle is real. If all else fails, there's gin. I don't like gin, actually. What? Yeah, I'm off. I don't like gin. Um, vodka. No, well, anyway. With you. So um, that's it for this episode, all right? Um, once we finish this, I'm going to go to the fridge and see if there's a cold one in there. For more information on parenting, if you've got something to share, don't forget, go to dadsnet.com. Uh, you can even be on the next episode of Don't Tell Your Mum. That's right. And don't forget to rate us, subscribe to this podcast on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts from, and tell all the dads that you know to listen to Don't Tell Your Mum. Until the next one, goodbye. And remember, don't tell your mum. 